0: A.M. Caffeine Show A.M. Caffeine Show, what up? It's your boy, D.O.C.
1: It's your girl, Marlo J.
0: DJ Smooth Melody And we up in here, dog. Let me tell you, I'm going to just go right to it Because, uh, wow. I think I arrived. I think today I have arrived. Mama, I hope you're listening. Mama! (laughs) Mama, I hope you are listening today, Mama. So here's the deal. Each one of us has Your undisputed favorite in any particular category, like smoothie, who's your favorite DJ of all time? Grandmaster Flash. Of see course. how he just knew that off, off the top. Pew. Marlo, who's like maybe your favorite actress? Just number one.
1: Uh, Viola Davis.
0: Viola Davis. See, see how you do that, and then folks fall underneath. But you know who your number one is. We Uno. do. So for me, my all-time favorite artist, Michael Jackson. No problem. I can say that with no with, with ease. My favorite baseball player of all time Steve Garvey I can just off the top of my head Favorite basketball no, player no of all idea. time Michael Cooper
1: No idea who these people That's are That's okay
0: <laughs> That's okay little mama
1: Don't try little
0: mommy So In certain categories I can say without Thinking twice Who my favorite is Now let's talk about MCs Uh oh Uh oh Uh Oh, And you know there's always the debate (laughs) When you talk about who's your top 5 And your top 10 For me Hands down I don't care how many rappers Come after I die All the rappers that have just That are supposed to be That are current now and that have done this All through I've been a, a hip hop Fan Undisputed Pound for pound. Pound for pound. Gosh dang it. Pound
1: for pound. Number one
0: for me and anybody that knows Doc Clark knows who my favorite MC is. Indeed. The one and only Golly. Mom, are you listening?
1: (laughs) Golly.
0: (laughs) Look at God. Look at God. Won't he do it? When we talk about, to me, what an MC is, just lyrics and able to ride the beat and, and metaphors Punchlines, uh charisma on stage, able to engage males just as much as he's able to engage females.
1: All while being fine as hell. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> I, I, well, you say that I can't say that. Oh, okay, that. well. But he kept, you know, kept us dark brothers. You know, we we stay turned. We stay turned. <laughs> the one and only greatest rapper of all time, as far as I'm concerned, the one and only big daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Daddy Kane is in the building. Golly, look at God.
2: That was one hell of an introduction.
0: <laughs> hey, let me tell you, Kane. And that, you know, that came off the top of the I, I freestyle that. Let me tell you something. I was gonna, was gonna I, was, I, was, I was gonna write a sermon. I was like, you know, let me come from the heart today. Come, yeah. come
1: tell him how you feel.
0: Let me come from the heart. Let me tell
1: you, I think he was gonna bomb us when, when you were gonna come yesterday. <laughs> and uh because he wouldn't have been in town and so he would have had to call in he was i was uh, upset he was like i yeah. w- you know what i don't even care i, I don't even upset. care this is dumb i think oh. he was gonna assassinate <laughs> both smooth um, smooth d and i right because we're glad we were that gonna- didn't
2: happen yeah I,
0: <laughs> so very happy. man kane you have no idea what um your music has has done for me through college mm-hmm. and just up until now are you gonna cry thank you man. you see you're t- you, you see It's <laughs> the lord Ow. but kane in the oh, building no. man thank you so much for for hanging out with us today man it's, it's, it's a, it's a pleasure it's a pleasure uh, so marlo yes you actually made this happen
1: yes i met them i met Sa- saquon and um and kane at essence through a mutual friend charlie matt
2: Charlie, what up? What up? And, First side uh, dilemmo. And they yes, said, right.
1: and they were like, you know, yeah, we'll we'll do your show if we when we come to LA. And right. I was like, okay, because you know everybody says that. Right. But Saquon actually hit me and was like, yo, we coming to LA. Can you do can, do you have, you know, time? We can we can do the show. I was like, we will make time. A- absolutely. We will absolutely find a studio yeah. and do it. And I was just, I was really, really shocked and appreciative.
0: Absolutely. I,
1: mean, I couldn't even focus. I couldn't even focus. <laughs> I was at a retreat and I couldn't even focus. I was just stepping out of the meeting. I was like, I can't, I don't know what to do. I just, I kept telling everybody. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to interview Big Daddy Kane. It's going to be crazy. So dope. we're going to be in the same room. So he thanks a lot.
0: Say quiet. <laughs> appreciate you making this happen for Absolutely. us. dog. Appreciate like... So Kane, man, uh, 2019, You've been in the game so long. I think, like, 1988 is when your first album was Whoa. officially released? Was Whoa. that when it officially was released? That was the first album. Right. Raw came out in 87. In 87. Yeah. Man. When you, when you think back to when you first started and you look at it now, did you think two things? One, that hip-hop would have the, the influence and the power that it has now when you started, when you first came out in 87? Did you think it was going to be as big as it has become?
2: Well, I mean, you know, at that point in time, uh, artists like LL Cool J, um, Run DMC, Beastie Boys, uh, and several others, you know, they were... Headlining tours and stuff like that And, um, you know, you had uh, Furious Five and Sugar Hill Gang Who had, you know, been out on the road with Rick James The Whispers and stuff like that So, I mean, I, I saw the magnitude And what, what it was becoming I knew it was just, some, you know, it was just going to get bigger
0: Right And so prior to <clears throat> Your first release You were doing a lot of writing For, you know, man had been like Roxanne Shantae and, and, and other artists Uh-huh did you understand how important it was to be a, a songwriter and how important publishing would be, you nah. know, later on in your career? Nah,
2: I honestly didn't have no idea. Um, you know, back then it was just a type of thing where certain people wanted me to write for them, and um, it's like, yeah, no problem, you know. But honest, I, as far as the business sense. No, nah, I didn't really have an understanding of that um, in the early, you um, know, in, in those early stages.
0: When, so who, who kind of helped you understand how, how important that was? Because a lot like, and I asked that question because a lot of artists didn't really understand the game in publishing and publishing and how powerful that is. Um, and that's money that can, you know, get forever, Rick, if you understand it. Who, yeah. who kind of helped you navigate you through that? Rick James. Really?
1: How? How? Did he just come to you and say, yo, do you know you should be getting paid for
2: this? <laughs> um, nah. Um, I had called, I, when I called, I, I um, had someone, I, we had a mutual friend, I had him call him and I you know, talked to Rick and I was like, yo, I got an idea for my next album and um, I want to use um, uh, Mary Jane Girls all night long. Mm. Um, I mean, I try to figure out, you know, how to work out the details as far as clearing the sample and all that, you know. And and Rick was like, you know, um, you know, you can use all they shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, can all they shit. <laughs> you can use you all know. they shit. I own that, right? You know, he, was, you know, and he was like, you know, he, was, you, 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 need to use in my house as a bigger record, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then that's and he explained. He was like, you know, yeah, you know, telling me like make sure that you um own this, make sure that you, you know, you know he started really, he's the one that really started explaining that, that side to me. Wow. Did
1: that get you to go back and say, okay, hold on, I wrote this, this, and this. Am I getting royalties from this, this, and this?
2: Yeah, it'd make you want to ask those questions. <laughs> and then, you know, from that point on, you know, it's like I, I had a different understanding of what I was doing.
0: Right. You know? you that's,
1: know? that's crazy. No,
0: that's why I asked that question. What? So go ahead, Marlon. Go ahead.
1: Um, what, uh, at what point do you remember saying, okay, I'm actually going to pursue being an MC as a career?
2: Um, I think, let me see, it was 1984, 84.
1: So you remember that it was 1984 that you said, you know what, I'm going to do this and this is how I'm going to make money.
2: Yeah. Because uh, basically, what happened was um, I was in a rap group called um, the Debonair Three. And
1: <laughs> come on,
2: Debonair. Who, Debonair. What, what, what were the other two uh, group members' names? A B Money and Understanding. Und- come on,
1: Understanding. <laughs> Understandin. Understandin. That sounds like a five percent name. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He five percent. <laughs> and, 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 and you were going by what name it in that group? Uh, MC Kane. MC, MC Kane. Kane. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: So wait, and, okay. So my next
0: follow after after you answer this, my next follow up is
2: gonna, when you became Big Daddy. Okay, okay but go we'll ahead. Get to that. <laughs> um, well, um, you know, like uh, we went. In this, well, we was trying to get into the studio, and it was a type of thing where, like, I, I happened to go in the studio, and I, I just saw what that was like, and really gained a passion for it, and really wanted to try to pursue it. And um, we could never really come together collectively, like all three members, right. and get in the studio. And then I ended up meeting Biz. And when me and Biz met, you know, he said, um, yo, you dope, you should get down with me. I be doing shows in Long Island, the Bronx,
0: and Harlem. Was that conversation, like, the first time you met him, he was saying that, or was that through a length of... um,
2: Yeah, like, we had a mutual friend introduce me to him. I asked Biz to battle. We started battling, and after the battle... Um, you know, he was like, you know, yo, you dope. You should get down with me. You
1: asked Biz to battle. So you said, yeah. hey, I'm, I want to battle you. Let's yeah. get <laughs> my man,
2: my man, it was like my man from Long Island. He used to always come to me telling me about Biz Marky this, Biz Marky that. And I was just sick of him talking about this. <laughs>
0: You're like, man, let me battle this too.
2: Let me <laughs> annihilate
1: yeah. him and show you what the debonair yeah. three is about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so when did you transfer, go from being MC Kane? To Big Daddy. Was it a girl
2: that said, Oh my God, Big Zitty? <laughs> 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 and the answer without speaking. <laughs> um um I, that that happened in eighty four as well, I believe. 84, 85. Matter of fact, it may have been 85, um, when, when I started, you know, I incorporated the Big Daddy part to it. Um, it was like I guess like just on some some slick stuff at first, and then Biz was like, you know, yo, yeah, you should use that. You should use it as Big Daddy oh, Kane. Wow. Like you should. Yeah. He
0: endorsed, he stamped it. Yeah. And I was like, "All right. Um How long did it take you to complete your first album?
2: Um I don't remember how long it took to do Long Live the Kane, but it was rather fast.
0: It was rather fast. Yeah. Um So at the time that you got your deal, how what did you how many songs did you have before you actually got signed that ended up on that album? If any. Um, just, I'll take you there. Just, I'll take you there. That was it. Yeah, like
2: the day I came to bring um, Marley. Well, the day I came to meet Biz to record Nobody Beats to Biz. Um, like Marley didn't let me in. He said, you know, that he know who I was, and Biz is not there because I wasn't down then. I right, was really, I was just Biz man. At right, the time, <laughs> right. You know, and um, you know Marley would let me in. So I was like, well, yo, when he get here, just give him these lyrics. This is for the song he's supposed to do today. And he was like, "You writing for Biz?" I was like, "That's what that is, you know." And he then he opened the door and was like, "Yo, how does it go?" And I, you know, kicked a rhyme, and he was like, "Yo, you got you you rhyme yourself? Let me hear something." And I I spit a verse, and he was like, "Yo, you want to you want to work on something? Come on in." Wow! So
0: so that's was that the first time you met Marley Maul?
2: No, I, I had been to his house several times, but you know I that one day he, he wouldn't I let he your didn't, ass didn't, in, huh? I guess he didn't remember me <laughs> or whatever. Yes, yeah. He was like,
3: "Oh like The other
2: times I came Bizz. with Biz, Biz right? You know, so that's why he let Biz. you in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, it was type of thing where Biz had told me, you know, from the from the gate, he was like, "Yo, don't tell him you rhyme. Don't 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 say nothing about us being in a crew together. Just just wait until I I get fully on." Wow. You know, so I was just really just to them Biz man.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So. He lets you in the house that day, and what do you work on? I'll
2: take you there. I'll take you there. Yeah, he started pulling out 45s, and then like when he pulled up the staple singers, I'll take you there. I remember that um, um, my man Understanding from the Debonair 3, he wanted to do this routine off of that beat. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, that was something I was going to use with my old crew. And he was like, well, let me mess with it. And he made a beat off of it, and it, it sounded hot. Just right know? there. Yeah, he put some lyrics to it, and made
0: it happen. So you do that song, so how, how does it go from that... Uh, that meeting that, that session With Marley To Getting a record deal Like what What was the process After that
2: Well Marley was telling Tyrone Like yo Biz man is dope You know um, We should We should We should mess with him We should mess with him Whatever we woop. You uh-huh. know to that. And And um, uh, They You know They listened to the I'll take you there song And you know I, you know, I guess they felt like It's cool It's cool It's cool um, But then there was The issue about Putting it out Because Um Prince owned the uh, Staple Singers publisher. Really? I didn't wow. know that. Yeah. Wow. And he wasn't digging it. Wow. You know, he <laughs> Prince wasn't with none of that Prince, at that yeah, time. Exactly. Prince right. no plays no game. Right. So that was shut down. So, you know, that was the end of it. But then, you know, once, you know, um, Fly Tide, on own Coachella Records, knew right. that I was writing for this, he asked me to write something for Shantae. And um, you know, I did that for Shantae and then um he would bring me around like Queensbridge and other places to battle other rappers, like, yeah, you wanna get down with the juice crew to battle my man Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> uh-huh. And I started battling rappers and then that's when, you know, Ty really like, you know, was like, you know, yeah, you know, we need to put something out on this dude. Right. So me and Biz, um, we did the Just Rhymer with Biz. Right. And um they put it out, you know, since nobody knew who I was, they thought it was a new Biz song.
0: Right, right, it was right. It's my on.
2: song. But people thought it was a new Biz So it, was,
0: it was Kane featuring Biz. Is that yeah, how it was supposed it, to be released that way? Well, that's
2: the, that's the way it was released. But, you know... Um, because Biz had the bigger name. You know, have a yeah, radio. You know, they're like, you know, um New Biz Marquee. Right. You know, um featuring Big Daddy Kane. Right. You know? <laughs> so therefore, I wasn't getting no shows. So it's like, you know, people booking Biz, you know, at clubs to play and stuff, just assuming he gonna do the new song. Right. But it's my song. So right. nobody's booking me. So I got a song I was playing on the radio, but I'm home broke. You know? Right. So I'm like, you know... Yo, I need something with just me you know, by myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you know, like this went on for um for maybe about three or four months, I believe. You know, before Fly Ty just gave in, was like, "God damn, it. Go, go ahead, do something." You
1: <laughs> say, know? Go, go
2: ahead, say something. And say something on the record. We did raw and the best.
0: Oh song. wow!
2: Yeah. So, so,
1: so so,
0: but he go ahead.
1: Okay. <laughs> so. The, the time that, that you had a song on the radio that had heavy rotation and you were still sitting at home like, people don't even know this is me. But for the people that did know it was you, how was that? How was that experience like, yo, I'm still sitting, I'm living in the same place, doing the same thing, and I have a full record on the radio. How was that how was? How did you? Were you able to move through that, or were you like, I'm just gonna stay in the house? Oh no, with me, you I just you had
2: to fake it till I make it, you know. So I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I had, you know, you know, friends that had a nice vehicle. So, you <clears> know, <self-comp SMS> know, I'm jumping out shotgun out of a nice whip, you know. I'm coming, you know, the biz show and you know performing a song with him, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fronting, you know. had you know got a little change from the label, so you know I had a little, you know, a little shine. Cu- okay. Plus all my man King B. Um, rest in peace. You know, he gave me his jewelry. You know, um, well, uh, gave me a piece of jewelry. Um, you know, so I mean, I had a little bling around my neck. So it was looking, so was looking a, was yeah, looking was a
0: little official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, were like, yeah.
1: "Well, Kane can't, yeah. can't on
0: right now, man. Kane <laughs> on." Who? Uh, so who was on Ch- Cold chilling at the time that you signed? Who? What other artists were on there? Um, you had um, uh,
2: Roxanne Shante, MC Shan, is. And that was pretty much it. Because I mean, when the deal was done, um, you know, they wanted Shantae, um, They took Shantae and Shan, and they they took Biz as well. Uh, they didn't want me and G Rap, you know.
0: So, so cold chilling. Did they have a distribution situation at that time Warner with Brothers. Warner Brothers the whole time?
2: Um, yeah, it, I mean, well, it came about, you know, um, you know, um, like you know, someone um, you know set, set up a situation for Tyrone to right. you know get the deal um, with Warner Brothers. Because um he was putting out records on a label called Prism Records. Right, right, right. You know that's what Raw and um, uh, just rhyme with Biz was on. That's what um. Uh, make the music Nobody beats so the biz So
0: were those more Like white labels Type type situations No nah, just you know Just an independent Just an independent though It yeah,
2: was not major production It was right. an independent label um, Owned by this um Brother named um, Lenny Fitzelberg. Okay Yeah
1: Being that you started um, You started out Battling pretty much mm-hmm. Battle rapping How do you feel about Battle rap today Like uh, Like the URLs Like the The show that they have On what TNT It's different
2: <laughs> But I like it Which Which I mean you know back then when we battled we 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 spit like 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 a like a beat was playing mm-hmm. you know we be it might be a cappella especially mm-hmm. if in the street you know it's a cappella but we spit like a beat was playing right mm-hmm. you know today it's more spoken word right for it feels him, more like poetry kind of yeah. yeah yeah it's more spoken word form but um you know but back then you know we we spit like a beat was playing yeah. so it it was so more it was rhythmic. Rhythm. It, yeah. yeah um but I love these dudes. Uh, my favorite is Goods the Animal. I Good. love yeah, I love Goods. That's like Goods
1: my, is kind of dope.
2: That's my favorite. Goods
1: is kind of dope. I um I like um I like Hitman Holla, just because he's so animated.
3: Just yeah, Marlo, real quick, you know where Hitman Holla is from? Saint Louis. Okay, thanks. Just had to throw that in there. Mean, he's from Saint Louis. Thanks. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay,
2: this is... Okay, I'm think I'm thinking about someone else. Yeah, Hitman, Holler. Hitman, yeah, that's that's the dude. He lost the um goods. Yeah, he, yeah, he just lost. Well, no, he know, lost the goods like some years ago. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm just but it's Hollow well, the Dawn. Well, Hollow the Dawn. That's what I'm thinking of. Hollow
1: the Dawn. Hollow the dope.
2: Dawn is dope. He's dope. Holler's dope. dope. Averb. Um there's a dude in Canada named Pat Stay. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah but there's a few that, um, I, I used to love I don't think he'd do it anymore Loaded Lux Loaded yeah, Lux Is right. yeah. that my man I always wore, wore the suits All the Harlem. time yeah. yeah I like him Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah I like
0: him yeah. Yeah. Nah this song that's was, real dope
1: His tagline was his, his are gonna,
0: <laughs> gonna get this <laughs> work No we're gonna get yeah. this work you gonna get this work That's Lux
1: <laughs> That's Lux And Jay Z Jay Z quoted him Really Yeah you gonna get this work I forgot on what song But he did yeah but absolutely. So you do absolutely. You follow, obviously.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Do you? I have mean, a that's to, that's motivation. No, cause, no, cause I, I mean, it's like, um, I mean, I can put on a a, a rock hymn or a Cool G rap or a KRS song to get motivated to write. But you know, that's that's you know, for my era. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, as far as like. Elevate, like, you that know, new blood. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I want to be motivated by some new blood, right? You know? Right, um, you know, so I like like J. Cole, um, Logic, Rhapsody, yeah, Rhapsody's I, um, dope, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick. Um, Kendrick. you know, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's, 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 there's a lot, of, like some, some, some of the new cats, you know, that's um, getting you know, uh, major success, and um. I think are dope and lyrical, but um those battle cats, yeah, yeah. Like that's motivation. It's serious, for and real. And, and that's pretty it's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> so go ahead, Mario you have something else? Yes. I, should we go to a mix or you wanna ask this question? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. okay, okay. Uh,
1: okay um when, were you always so cool and laid back like in school? Were you all, like when you were in high school, were you cool and laid back and you were you the yeah, you know ladies, you know, were you that then or did you become that?
2: Well, I mean, you know, um, I've always been me. This has always been me. This has always been the way I was, you know, laid back, you know, because i um, you know, I like to study people. That's my thing. I love to study people, you know, so I I like to be able to examine you, you know, see how you operate, ask questions, feel you out, let you talk, you know, I I, I like to do that. So this has always been my style. Even as a
1: child, you were just always like pretty observant.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, pretty much, you know, to myself.
1: Was the first video you did? Was that? Was it Vapors?
2: That was the first video. First video you were in. That you were in. Yeah.
1: Because mm-hmm. I mean, from the gate when we first saw you, you've always been like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm amazing. I'm fly. I got all the ladies.
3: All the ladies. Was that? Jesus.
1: Was all the ladies?
2: Yeah. <laughs> was
1: that? Was that you in high school?
2: Nah. I mean, because you know, dark dark skin wasn't popping until me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. School, <laughs> <laughs> nah cause like I I like the rap crew I was in, um, Del and yeah. Three, like for example, um, like understanding, you know, light skin brother, you know, gold teeth, curly hair, you know, um like people used to come from different schools, um Western House, Eastern District, um Brooklyn Tech, um, other other high schools in Brooklyn, they come there, you know, you know, to battle. And, you know, it was the type of thing where we'd be out there, but A, B, and Un, I would never let them battle. Because mm-hmm. they wasn't really battle rappers. Right. You know, they were, just, they were really nice as a As a, as a unit. A unit as a crew. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'd be type of situation. It could be three dudes from a different school, and I'm battling all three of them by myself. Wow. You know? And after demolishing three dudes, you know, dudes is like, "Yo, Kane, yo, you that dude, man. Yo, I can't wait till you make a record, man. Yo, man, you incredible, man. Yo, man, you just as good as a LL, man. I can see Mm. you out there today, (laughs) man. You know, they the dudes are saying stuff like that. You know, the girls like, so, understanding where you going? So nah. He goes, I'm going, I'm
0: going over
1: here.
0: I mean, um, AM caffeine show.
1: You want to get into a small mix?
0: Legendary Big Daddy Kane is in the building. So Smooth D. Yeah. Let's play let, let's just play some 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 Kane classics. It only makes sense, right? It's what?
3: only right that right. we started off Went with wrong. the classic.
0: There it is. AM Went Caffeine right. show. Don't go nowhere. Big Daddy Kane is in the building. Let's go, Smooth D. Wake
3: up, wake up,
0: wake up. It's time for the AM Caffeine Morning Show.
4: AMP hey, Here I am, R-A-W. Terrorists, here to bring trouble to phonium MCs, I move on and seize, I just conquer and stop another rapper with ease, cause I'm at my apex, another are below, nothing but a milliliter, I'm a kilo, second to none, making MCs run, so don't try to step to me, cause I ain't the one, I believe rappers just like Tylenol, and they know it, so I don't see why you all try to front, perpetrating a stunt, when you know that I smoke you up like a blunt, I'm genuine like Gucci, raw like sushi, this age of rage is what rap did to me, to make me want to create chaos and may Him, cold rock a party until the eight from the STL to the Hollywood Hills. It's smooth. Come get some. I take the cake, but you can't get a crumb. From double edic, authentic, superior, ultimate, and all that good shit. I'm the original Asiatic, acrobatic, there you have it. I get dramatic, creating drama when I'm on the scene. And I pack a mini mean like Bruce Springsteen. I profile father, style, the mild. And meanwhile, put on trial of rap while the exile. Make it tumble and stumble, and a rumble just crumble. And I'm still calm and humble. You need another helping hand to swing on. I stand alone, but still you gotta bring on your Batman and Robin Cagney and Lacey. Start and Hutch, but they still can't face me. And if I may make this one thing here clear, that's for you not to come near. Period. For I ain't bugging on delirious. My swift tongue's like a sword, that's how severe it is. And I can slice and dice a Fisher-Price MC the thought he was nice into Minute Rice. Single-handed, I ain't with that bad stuff. to see a scratch a record like Blake's a so damn. i It's how do I love thee? I'll count the ways but girls don't shove me One by one you can come and caress me Undress and molest me but you can't possess me Because I love a young lady that's beautiful But one that's smart for me is more suitable In other words to make it simple and plain You gotta have a brain in order to be this pain But in the case of not becoming my lady I take them 8 to 80, dumb triple, and crazy Crisp clean with no caffeine And a piano spandex or either tight jeans triple the ones with the Chinese cuts, but I'll take them with the weave hanging down to their butts, and if you step up in a large sun, like Mark Luther the king, I shall overcome. a job done,
0: AM Caffeine Show, golly, Big Daddy Kane in the Not building. Golly. golly, you know, people don't
1: use that. <laughs> no, they don't you,
0: don't. you don't know about Gomer Pile? That's Nobody. Gomer Pile, yeah, all golly. day. <laughs> yeah, you still young, baby, little girl. Stop so, doing
3: that.
0: AM <laughs> Caffeine Show, Big Daddy Kane in the building, Kane. After the first album and the success of the first album, did you feel Did you feel, and for lack of a better word, did you feel any pressure to, on your second album, to outdo the success of the first album?
2: Um, No, I didn't feel pressure to outdo the success. I felt
0: like uh, I need to talk about more. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because on this, on that album, you seem to purposely give us songs that had something to say, like, um. Uh. Not just. Uh. Was what, Mortal Kombat is on there? You just dropped so many jewels in that album. Did you? So after doing that, was it also a conscious effort? Because you still, when well, you had like "Pimpin' Ain't Easy" and you had some of those songs to kind of like yeah. counterbalance you that, like was was ra- that all ratchet, like hot
1: ratchet righteous? Yeah.
0: for real. When I made
2: when I that's funny ratchet. When I made Long Live the Cane it was the type of thing where I can only really, you know, speak about what I know, what right. I've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you know, I'm from the hood. I did a few shows in a couple of states with Biz Marquee, but that's pretty much, you know, all I, seen I, I had experience, liked, mm-hmm. you know. But then after having an album out, um, you know, going overseas, going to Canada, um, you know, touring all of pretty much all of um, the U.S., You know, I done seen a whole lot more. You know, I done talked to a lot of um, my white fans. I talked to a lot of uh, my Latin fans. I talked to European fans. You know, I saw um, the impact on the the West Coast, you know, um, doing shows with um, Def Jeff and... um, I mean, I, I, I saw sure you in 1988. Easy. I'm trying sure I remember it was Easy E out by then. I don't think Easy was quite out yet. Uh, but Def Jeff, Ice, yeah, Ice T, right, um, right, King T, King T, yeah, King oh. T. He had to pay King back some T. mother, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there was a group on the label called 783. 783, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Sha- Sean B and
0: DJ Muggs. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah. 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 No
2: idea. So, you know, it was like I had, you know, a different vibe, I mean, uh, you know, a, a different idea of, you know, like hip hop in different places. So, you know, I wanted to really um, expand and broaden my message, you know, on the second album.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems that you made a, a, a conscious effort to, to do that. And also, without being preachy, but you would always drop jewels just about. You know, your your knowledge of self and, and you know, from a religious aspect of, you know, were, were you raised were, did your family raise you that way? No, 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 no. That's what I got into um as an adult. As an know. adult. Well, and, as a
2: teen. As a teen.
0: And who kind know. of um who ushered you into that? Who kind of brought you into some of those teachings? Who who
2: Um uh what well, year was this? This was like eighty one, I believe. Um I wanna say like yeah, eighty one. Um you know, like on um, cats. I used to go and hang out on Forty Second Street. You know, with you know to go watch the Kung Fu flicks. Mm-hmm. You know, we go up there, take the train, and you know, some of the brothers was guard body, and you know, they you know build it and talk, and, and I'd ask questions, you know, and you know they were telling me this and that, you know, and um, I was like, you know, like yeah, yeah, I want to get involved with this. You know, I, I think this is interesting. You know.
0: Did the label? Did you get ever get any pushback creatively of what you could say, or what you couldn't say? They kind of just let you do do your thing as you were crafting these songs.
2: Nah, nobody. I mean, well, um, Fly Tide, you know, he, he he he's he's a dude, you know, from Brooklyn, you know, with you know a, a street mentality. So he knew what it was, and he was always supportive. Of, you know, he you know tried, never tried to tell us don't say this, don't say that.
0: Right. You know. Yeah. So even though it was so. That was just who you dealt with all the time, even though it was distributed through Warner Brothers. You only dealt with Flyer Ty from on the cold Chillin' side.
2: No, no, no. Um, I dealt with um, with Benny Medina as well. Really? Yeah, Benny. <laughs> yeah, Benny was an interesting dude. Man.
0: And you be- dealt with Benny Medina from what album? from From the first album, or did it start yeah, with yeah, the second album?
2: Nah, um, like, um, for example, with um, "Lean on Me," right? Um, when they said they wanted a song for the movie, it was like, I thought that, you know, um, Joe Clark was an interesting story. Mm-hmm. And I was excited about it, but it was like, that's how I first got on when they put Raw in the colors. Right. Mm. And that's how I ended up getting on Warner Brothers. They told Coach Ellen, you know, stop pressing, don't print up any more copies. We're going to um, put this on the it. soundtrack. Yeah, and then switch it and then, to Warner Brothers. Right. Okay. But I mean, you know, it, it, Play through, you know, little car speaker, real low in the movie. You know, so right. I, I ain't really get no, I ain't really getting no real light. So I'm right. like, you know, yeah, this BS about to happen again. So I wasn't really focused on it like like that. And then Benny Medina, you know, he called me on, hey, um, any chance you, you know, um, get to that um, lean on me song? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll knock it out. I will knock it out. And he was like, okay, um, what, what are you doing um this evening? Like ain't nothing. He said, "Well, I'm in town. Um, Can can you come up to Marley House and do it tonight?" Wow! Shit. (laughs) (laughs) And um, you know, so yeah, it was that type of thing. I mean, I forgot to tell you the best Benny Medina story ever, man. Listening. (laughs) 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 He called me up to his house one day. This is when Hammer had out.
0: Can't touch this. Mm -hmm. So Hammer was on ridiculously on fire.
2: So he called me up to his house, middle of the afternoon, and I come in. He's in the pool with um two young ladies, two famous young ladies uh-huh. that are models. I'm not, no say, okay. I'm not gonna say no names, right? I'm not gonna say no names. If I say
1: if I say any name, will you nope.
2: say? okay? <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're famous, well known models, and they're in the pool, um, topless. Oh. Yeah. And um oh, oh they in the pool pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, um, yeah, we 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 you know so you, you said you like um you like lobster, right? You say, yeah, I have my chef, you know, and I'm looking. And like one of them is like, you know, you know, the water's warm, come on in, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, ah. But it's like, you know, like you know, me, because he's a record, you know, record company exec, I'm like, all right, where this going? Right, and right.
0: Like,
2: <laughs> the streets <laughs> kicking. <laughs> right, right, right. What yeah. is about to happen? I, yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, you know, um, hey, can you um, step out for a minute and holler at me? And then I I just made up some stuff like, yeah, I'm going to have to be a such and such and a few, man. Um, I was under the assumption that you wanted to have a meeting. Um, And then he got to the the getting. And basically the whole thing was, you know, to, you know, smooth me out so that he could convince me to um, use Rick James, you and I. Because um, since Hammer won with um, Super right. Free, he thought it would be a good idea for me to use you and I. So he had the, the two supermodels and the lobster.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring you in. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: Hilarious. Hey, he would he would have had me at lobster, right?
0: <laughs> no, he, he would have had me at he would have had me at four titties. Let's go! <laughs> just
1: just four titties floating in the pool, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's attached, just titties. titties. <laughs> so, how did you end up with um, in that truth or dare with a
2: uh oh, uh, Madonna?
1: Yeah, uh huh, yeah,
2: Warner Brothers has uh-huh. set up a uh, um, a promo little run. With me, Madonna, and Color Me Bad.
0: Because they were all distributed through Warner Warner Brothers, Brothers, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we were going to hospitals in New York City, um, visiting sick children. And all the hospitals that we visited, they were like more upscale hospitals. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they knew who Madonna was. And they knew who Color Me Bad was. But they didn't know you? Yeah, a lot of them didn't really know me. (laughs) And, you know, it was like, Madonna's like, and that's Big Daddy Kane. You know, he's a famous rapper. Yeah, say let me hear you say "ain't no half stepping" and what? like you know I'm sitting there like
0: are like wow she knows my sign know my
2: shit right, right. <laughs> like I'm spazzing like yo Madonna knows my music wow right you know I'm spazzing
1: you didn't look like you were spazzing in the picture you know nah you, you, like, you, you, you got to keep it cool though not that day, like,
2: right. not that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and um. You know, after everything was over and done with, you know, we talked and I was like, you know, thank you um, for acknowledging me. I appreciate it. And she was like, no, um, it was great. You know, um, uh, I think her publicist was named Liz, I believe. She's like, yeah, Liz speaks about you. So I just said, um, I'm doing this book. Um, I think it would be great if we can get you in it. You know, just, just photos. That's all, you know, I was like, I would be honored. She was like, well, um. It to more likely be nude photos. I was like, shit, even better. Right. <laughs> Let's get it. Thank you. So, um, yeah, that's how it happened. And um, we went to Florida. And it was crazy. Like It was like, I'm wondering how this day is going to go, what it's going to be like. And as soon as I get on the set, you know, everybody's running around crazy, trying to get wardrobe right and, you know, doing their own thing. Nobody's really paying me any attention. And Madonna just comes running from down the hall, nowhere, butt ass naked, right? <sighs> wow. And Run gives me a big, fat hug. Kane, so glad you're here. And she's naked. 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 Uh-huh. Let me tell you, I was just standing out in the middle of the highway, just like this. No clothing on, with my thumb out, hitchhiking, taking photos. Nobody stopped. Not one single car stopped. Can you believe that? <laughs> Fucking Madonna. Nobody stopped. Wow.
3: <laughs>
2: so I was like, oh, this day's going
0: to be good. Right. This, <laughs> man, this, this is going to be a lot of fun.
2: Said, you, got like paid,
0: you got paid for that, or was it just... It's Madonna, even, you kind of just you like... A, I don't think I did.
1: Oh, he was making so much money, and you don't yeah. know. I don't know. A check might have came think, in. I, I'm not I sure.
2: Even, I, I can't really remember offhand. No, nah, I don't think.
1: Yeah, we were happy but upset as well. We were upset because it was a white girl. We were happy because it was Madonna, and we were happy because you were nude. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: were like, this
1: is amazing. Thank you, Madonna, but I'm watching you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you did it, did you, did you think like... Any of any like repercussions, maybe, or like how your fans may have have received it once it came out.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care about stuff like that. Right. It's like you know, as long as you know, you know, it's like you know, I'm not, you know, degrading my people. I'm, you know, for sure. I'm taking, you know, some 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 new photos with another artist, and you know, that's all it is. It's it's not like you know, I'm trying to you know do something. To, to degrade us or make us, you know, look, you know, weak or anything like that, you know, just just photos for fun, right, so, right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you know, rather people, you know, feel like hip hop and pop shouldn't mix, or I shouldn't be naked with a white woman, you know, that's that's your opinion, then that's
0: you, yeah. Do you. You know I, How I much mean, did that help Hip hop to, to me hip hop Don't have no color Absolutely And, and then, look at Look at yeah. it now How how big it is
1: Okay I mean look at how big yeah. Iggy Azalea okay. uh, JK JK
0: So once that book came out Did you Did you start to see a, a, a shift in the audience Of folks that were Coming to see you Cause now you're You know Being opened up To maybe um, You know A Madonna audience That yeah. maybe didn't know you Prior to Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you Um what was the time that you realized, oh my God, I'm really a big artist? Was there a time then you were like, okay, this is absolutely crazy. I, I'm I'm bigger than I, I know.
2: Um I would say you know, three different times. Uh when I did feels like another one with Patty LaBelle and she came to the studio with fried fish, mac and cheese, and collard greens that she cooked. That she made for me. Wow! wow. Like Patty Labelle, cook food for me. I mean, right away, ma.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guess what? I, I, ma- I made it, Mama. Mama, mama. I'm
4: eating somebody yeah. else's
2: mac and cheese. Yeah.
1: And it's Patty LaBelle.
2: That was one time. Um the other time was when me and Barry White did um All of Me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um we missed the wine store. It had already closed, like while we was, you know, setting up and trying to get the song in order and then finally we were like, yo, get something to drink. We had missed the wine store and we couldn't get no wine and it's like, um, ain't nothing open unless y'all just want some beer. And long story short, you know, we're in the booth recording and I'm drinking a 40 ounce with Barry White. That, <laughs> uh, I'm like, yo, this is like like wow. something that you 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 say to people and they, yeah, you're get right, out of right. here! Barry don't Stop lying! No yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm sitting there like, yo, if you would have told me when I was a kid that I'd be like, nah, that would never, right. under any circumstances, happen. Right. You know. And then the, I think the last time is when doing back on the block with Quincy Jones. Oh yeah, that was. Dope. You know, working with Quincy was phenomenal. But I mean, when he was like, you know, trying to explain the comparison of uh, that fast rapping style and Ella Fitzgerald's scatting style, mm-hmm. and like, you know, when he was making this comparison and stuff, and you know, I'm like, yeah, I see it. I understand what you're talking about. He was like, do you mind doing some of that for Ella? Like, or Ella? What you mean? Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call her. And you know, he <laughs> called Ella Fitzgerald and said, "Hey, sugar, I want you to hear something. Just listen." And he said, "Just go." And I spit the verse that I wrote about her on "Tribute to Birdland." Um, and I spit it and. You know, Ella was probably like ninety something then. So you know, you know, because so, 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 like as soon as I finished the verse, I was like, "So what you think?" And she said, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't even think she even really heard it. But she I mean, like, hello. But still, yeah. just the fact that she was on the phone yes. and in the lyrics I'm that she like, wrote. Yeah, yo, Quincy Jones just called Ella Fitzgerald. Ella
1: Fitzgerald
2: yeah. for me to spit a verse for. her. I'm like that doesn't, no sound, yeah, that doesn't it sound does, real. Yeah, yeah it doesn't sound real yeah I'm like it, it don't get no better than that.
1: right now it doesn't sound right, right. Yeah. Like,
2: like
0: you're lying
1: like you sure it was Ella <laughs> 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 that is amazing
0: no for real um so I'm trying to after the the, the second album and in the third album when when do you when do you start to really see that there's a change and a shift in rap music and, and hip hop and you kind of see like you know maybe your your style is not the style of of, of the time what, do you remember actually like man i don't know if i got to switch up switch up how I'm, I'm coming because the music has changed um uh 93 is
2: when I like really, really, really because she got a sense like after, um, after Big Daddy thing, it was like there was so much drama going on. You know, you you know your typical artist label story, right? Um, where the artist is unhappy. So it was like with me, I'm like, I owe to three more albums.
0: So your initial deal was what for five, five? five, five. Yeah. Okay,
2: so I'm like, I owe Warner three more albums. So you know what? Let me just get this here shit over with. So I made Tasted Chocolate, which was basically my autograph book. Right. Where like I'm a big Barry White fan, let me do something with Barry. Right. Dolomite fan, let me do something with Dolomite. Barber Weather's fine as hell, let me do something with Barber Weather. <laughs> right. You know, it was that type of thing. Um uh where I wasn't
0: really trying to make good albums. You were just like just trying to get out of your fulfillment, and get yeah. up out of there. Yeah.
2: And then um when I got, when I made my fifth album, my final Warner Brothers album Looks Like a Job for that's when it was like, yo, not only did I realize that rap had changed and, you know, people just really wanted that gritty hood stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, that, you know, people wasn't really checking for me anymore. Like, right. yo, you know, they're not, they're not feeling you no more, dog. So it was like, okay, I got to do something real hood. But, you know, that ain't, you know, really my style. Right. I'm like, I don't want to talk no gangster stuff. So I got to figure out a way to, um, you know, word it, you know, so it seems authentic but it feel good, you know, but you know, you know, so doing that with long arm, um, what looks like a job for, and then bringing in all the right producers, like our uh, large professor, easy Moby track masters. Um, I can't remember who else um, was involved in that project, but uh, we brought in a whole lot of producers and then the album for the album to fail, mm-hmm. you know, um, like very, very special that, that one song, you know, it, it, you know, it, it had an, um, some momentum, but you know, the album pretty much failed. right. And I'm like, you know, what, what went wrong? Right. And then I'm, you know, I'm listening to Alvin. I'm like, and I'm listening. But then I'm, for the first time, something I should have did from the beginning. I'm listening to other artists. Right. And that's when I'm like, nobody rhymes on top of the beat anymore. anymore. Yeah, everybody rhymes way behind the beat. They they what they, does that they mean they sh- they, like where like I'm used to going like, you know, the dan the da dan da dan da dan da dan You mm-hmm. know, by then, you know, you had like Method Man, Nas, um I, I believe Nas. I, I can but anyway, you know, it was like um you you had arts where they're more like, you know. Oh yeah. You they more laid back with it. You know, and the whole whole
0: cadence and all that is so different. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I'm like you know the rhyme. So I'm like you know what my rhymes are dope, but I sound dated. Right, I sound old school. (laughs) Yeah, I sound like '88. Right, I fucked up. Right, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't the producers. It wasn't Warner Brothers. It's me. I messed up. Right, you know what I'm saying? So I had to like really like you know. Um, get like get it together. I started, you know, like I was hanging with some cats in Brooklyn on the Brevoid projects, and we used to hang a lot, you know, have ciphers and stuff. And that's when I really started really understanding, you know, like my pace and you know, because I'm used to going going like, spit fire, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to start switching my flow up, you know, because the rhyme, I mean, lyric, you know, the rhymes was always there, right? It right. was just that I think the cadence was just dated, you know? right? Yeah.
0: So during that time, when now you're trying to make that that transition, are you? Are you getting shows? Um, like, how are you? I mean, obviously, you probably had, had money from before. But how are you now, for lack of a better word, surviving when you're trying to figure that out?
2: Um, We was still doing shows. I'd probably say shows was pretty much going strong okay. until about 96, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, pretty much Um, the end came pretty much, I guess, after... Um, Illmatic and ready to die drop. Right. <laughs> wow! But, and
1: that was
3: yeah. and <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Oh, quick question: So, in that time, you were figuring out the change up and flows amongst your peers, the people that you kind of started out ADA in that time frame. It you were you had an awareness for it. Did you see some of the other MCs in that era? Kind of get lost, or were they trying to just stick to the guns and say like, "No, this is what I'm doing. I'm sticking with it." Or did you see others kind of? I mean,
2: this cats from that era. That's doing that still now. Right. That's, that's true, and mm-hmm. they,
1: yeah, and they still dress like that too. <laughs> <laughs> they still dress in the era that they thought that they were hot. Yeah. Uh, put away the fitted. I need you to put it away. But <laughs> but um another thing. Okay, so I I remember women like throwing their panties on stage. When Big Daddy came. Do you remember the first time that you happened? caught one?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you
1: remember the first time that happened, and what was your reaction? Like, were you like, "What the fuck? What is going on?"
2: Um, nah. I mean, the first time it happened, I think I just laughed and went, "That's
3: all."
1: Really? That's that's it. That just
2: huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, because it probably
3: was has- happening before that.
1: <laughs> but they weren't going on stage. I mean, cuz that says I disrobed right here. <laughs> and uh felt like I needed you to have these. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. And and the women and because you're such a sex symbol. How do do the women in your life deal with that or do they not? They're just like I just I, I don't I cannot deal with that.
2: Your my wife? Your wife, yes. Um I mean she 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 know what she it, knows it is. She know <laughs> it's, it's it's you know it's, it's just business. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I mean, I'm trying to word it right. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, like that's just stuff on the stage. That's all it is. You know?
1: I, I mean, you don't you don't have to worry. I know you do, but you
2: she you know don't. I love being at home with my family and so, with my family.
1: She it's, don't. Y- y'all don't have to worry about the groupies. No. I, I can imagine because when I put the picture of you and I on um, that we took at uh, at Essence. On my Instagram, I got more likes than I have followers. <laughs> so I know that that everybody's like, "Yo, I know that people are trying to slide in your DMs constantly."
2: Well, and I don't really look at my DMs, you know. So I mean,
1: well, well there you go, ladies. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I know mean, you were trying to shoot yeah. your shot. But it's not happening. <laughs> this man is a married man, and black men don't cheat.
3: There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go.
0: Um. So. This, a, this is going to be a couple random questions just uh, as a fan. In the video, is it, ah, uh, don't curse? Where's the video where you had like a cast on your hand? Don't curse. Don't curse. What happened? What happened to your hand? My dumb ass <laughs> tried to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> really?
2: I crashed into a city bus.
1: You crashed into oh, wow. a city bus? Mm hmm. <laughs> at, on a motorcycle, meaning that your body
2: hit. I had never, you know, driven a motorcycle before in my life. And I tried, I took it around the block like three or four times. And I, after the fourth time, I thought I was Evil Knievel. Right. <laughs> so, <okay. laughs> so, I got this. So I'm like, I'm going to go out on the main street. Uh oh. You know, and I went out on the main street and uh, I stopped at the light. See, when I took it around the block, no light. So right. You was good. It. Yeah. When I stopped at the light, you know, the bike cut off. So I revved it, it boom, cut back off again. Then I revved it real hard, right. and it took off. Took off. A wow! Went oh. up in a wheelie It took off. And I'm trying to, and I couldn't. And I was like, you know what? It's over. I don't even want to see this. So I just closed my eyes, and <laughs> then the bike went down. As soon as I opened my eyes, up, the bus was right there. Oh wow! And the only
1: thing you did was break your 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 what
2: your wrist or your arm. Um, well, nah. Like my ear was hanging off too. What? Yeah, because the, the glass from the helmet had shattered and cut through my ear, so my ear was hanging off too. Yeah.
1: Oh my God!
2: Yeah, whose whose motorcycle was it? Um, it was my um my um my road manager at the time. Wow. Yeah.
1: he was like, "So what? I don't have a bike no more." Yeah, but I'm, not, I'm losing. Right, the ear. But I can't <laughs> even like I
0: can't even <laughs> but hear I you. I can't even hear what you said. I not <laughs> know <what> you said. <laughs> And then the, how the video was? How much long after that? So did you have stitches and all that? I yeah. mean, obviously put your ear yeah. back on. Yeah so the video took place how much what was the time frame from i don't i don't remember wow i I was wondering like what the hell was that with that that cast for i was just wondering what that cast was for yeah i had a broken arm yeah wow um smooth did did you i thought you did you say something
3: uh no no okay great uh
1: no i didn't you're hearing things um so wait i have a question. go ahead marvel j what was your first big purchase
2: my first big po- purchase was probably a Volvo. Oh, uh, uh, yeah.
1: That, I would absolutely see that. I could see a Volvo because it's classy and it's uh, elegant and it's just all things big daddy. Well, no, nah,
2: what it was, was like at that time.
0: So what was, was the cars at that time? Like, was that, there was after Jettas? Because Jettas was was cracking for <laughs> a minute. No, nah, I right. mean, you this, this
2: is like the, the era of the Jetta, the Saab, the, Puj- oh. the Pujo. yeah. Um and you know a few people have Volvos and and, and the 190 the 190, the Benz, the 190. Benz, yeah. yeah 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 you know um I mean when I got this check um I don't think I was you know I don't think I was Ben's ready yet <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Yeah financially I wasn't Ben's ready yet but um it seemed like everybody had a Saab or a Jetta Right so I I got the Volvo just to be different Definitely different,
0: different right, right. Um what about a home? Did you purchase a home? Or when was that first purchase? I think he had like, think he had like a, a brownstone or something, I kind of remember nah. in New York or something like that.
2: Nah, um I my house was in Jamaica Estates. That was 1990, I want to say. Okay, 80, 89 or 90.
1: Anything with Estates on it must mean it's like really rich area. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah either eighty nine or ninety. Yeah.
1: What would that? Would that be like the Beverly Hills of?
2: Um. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's 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 a, it's a rich neighborhood, Jamaica. But you know, um, um, where um, where they were in coming to America. Yes. Yeah. Where the house was that um John John Amos had. Yes. That was Jamaica Estates. Wow. Oh, that's a real place. Yeah, no, it's a real place. Yeah, Jamaica States, wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow.
3: Get, <laughs> yes. get him, Dottie. Yeah, yeah, Get him,
4: Dottie.
0: AM Caffeine show, Big Daddy Kane is in the building. Um When did you get the the bug to start acting? Was it from doing videos? Like what made you want to pursue being an actor? Um Well, I was
2: always like, you know, big um Fred Williamson, Jim Brown fan. So I always figured, you know, I could see myself doing something like that. Like if know? Jim
0: Brown can do it, I could do
2: it. You know? Um, so, I mean, it was something I wanted to get into. And then uh, when we got the call that uh, uh, Robert Townsend was doing a movie, superhero movie, and, you know, wanted me to be in it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we're about to begin. So um, I had the role in Media Man. Meteor Man. Yeah. You know? But... um. It became real serious after Posse, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Oh yeah, like, I remember yeah.
2: Posse. Yeah, oh, that I was started good. taking it real serious then because it was like you know, media man. It was like I was playing on um, you know a, a bad guy. I can't really even say the you know bad. Knock. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a leather suit and blonde hair. Right. So <laughs> just, let's just just say bad guy, you know. Uh, but in Posse, I'm actually a cowboy. Right. And, um, I'm talking country and I'm riding horses, so I'm like, no, this is acting for real. Right, like, right. Oh,
1: this is for yeah. real, for real. Yeah. What are you up to now? How can people follow you and catch up with you? Um, what are you doing right now? If people want to see you, what's your next show?
2: Oh, well, all my shows are listed on um, BigDaddyCane.com, and um, you can always find me on, on Instagram, official Big Daddy Kane. Um, uh, Instagram and Facebook is official Big Daddy Kane. My Twitter is just at Big Daddy Kane.
0: When do you? When was the resurgence of this era? And I want to say my my era as well. I believe like
2: oh one. I think if I'm correct, I believe it was 2001. Because it's
0: constantly. Whenever BET did
2: that thing and they had um, Dougie and Rick perform, Sugar Hill Gang and Public Enemy. So you think that was? Yeah, right after that show. That's when all these promoters just started wanting to book artists of the 80s. Again, and call it an old school show.
0: How do you feel about that title, old school? I hate it. Right.
2: Um, You know, um, because it's like you have to, you know, respect and support your artists. Right. Um, You know, in pop music... They don't say, you know, um, oh yeah, you know, I mean, Madonna, old school pop artist, right? You right. know, she's a legend,
0: legend or it's classic or whatever yeah, classic, it is. Between, but
2: you know, what I'm saying, in, right? In rock, you know, they don't say, you know, old school artist, Aerosmith, right? You know, <laughs> exactly, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's only some hip hop BS, right? Know? Right.
1: Some one of my followers just said that um, they were ra- they were raised on your music from their fa- their father, which encouraged them to be a better man.
0: Wow! wow. Dude. How amazing! Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. How
1: when you hear things like that, how does that how does that make you feel? Like,
2: well, I mean, you know, um, I became an MC. I, I mean, I became an, uh, uh, yeah, I became an MC wanting to just be, you know, the dopest MC. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the money. And when I started making records, you know, realizing the power I had to affect people, it was like, I want to express your pain. I want to make you aware of certain things in life that you need to be looking out for. I want to make you laugh. I want to make you feel sensual. Whatever I can possibly do through my music. So when you know um, you f- you see someone you touched it that you you touched their life. I mean I f- I feel like okay mission
0: accomplished. Oh know? that's amazing. AM caffeine show once again follow Big Daddy Kane
3: Instagram.
1: Official Big Daddy
3: yeah. Kane yeah, Twitter. Right, so real Twitter,
0: Twitter. He don't really fool with Twitter too much, but you can find him. So <laughs> <Real quick, laughs>
3: I know we got to wrap up yes. surely, but I just wanted to drop this on on you, Kane. Um, there was this battle that was supposedly supposed to go down between you and I think Rakim. Was was that a thing or was it urban legend?
2: Um, it it was it was like um. They tried... Um, I don't even remember a, a pay-per-view event called Rap Mania. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh, yeah. I remember that.
2: The following year, they tried to arrange it where it would be battles instead of performances. So they wanted it to be um, me and Rakim. You know, me versus Rakim. LL versus Modi, D. Um, Cold Crush versus Furious 5. Shantae versus Sparky D. Mm. <clears throat> I, forget, I think it was someone else, too. But yeah, that's what they were trying to um, put together... But um they could never get it, you know, confirmed. Like they couldn't get the battle confirmed. Um, and um to the best of my knowledge, um LL said that he would confirm after he found out that y'all are, that they agreed, that me and Rock agreed, you know. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't get, you know, the thing with me and Rock you know, um, you know, situated or confirmed. So right. it never happened. Instead they changed it to Sisters of Rap.
0: Wow! Mm-hmm. During that time, now I know we gotta go, okay, but he okay. threw up rock. He threw up okay. rock. He threw right. up rock. Kim. Right, yeah, because I got one too. Okay. During that time, you know, it was always like who who's better. You guys were definitely at the top. Was there ever? How was your relationship with Rock Kim at that at, at the time? Were you guys always cool, or did you always feel like because folks are saying you know trying to pin us against each other? Was it you know? Did you feel? Did you feel like? Not like an enemy, but you know, like I'm better than you, but and you didn't embrace him?
2: Nah, nah. I mean, uh Rock Kim embraced me um back in eighty six when Shantae was on the Def Jam tour. Cause I was her DJ at right. the time. So um, you know, Rakem, you know, we, we talked, we had a conversation, we was cool. <clears throat> I think, you know, it was just a matter of, you know, people wanting to see the battle. Wanting battles. to see so that, they, right. You right. know, they saying a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, it's like, you know, I'm a battle MC. So, I mean, you know, with it in question and, you know, people trying to stir it up, you know, I mean.
0: Like, what well, let's I was, go. I was, you know, I was, <laughs> Had some I was on point. And right. I'm, sure,
2: I'm sure I am sure was as well. Right. But, you know, the thing that people don't understand is like, you know, me and Eric B., you know we we've always been tight right mm-hmm. eric has always been my like when i when the, the house i told you about in jamaica states yeah i was in i was here in la filming something so when when um when i first bought the house and like um i bought the furniture through an interior decorator eric was the one who had to set the keys to my house letting dude in every, wow. every wow. day to put, you know to put the furniture like that's how me and eric how ride. tight you were like me and eric like i mean like ain't any given Sunday, you know, we sitting in the room just sitting there laughing at our fathers. His pops come over, they drink drink a beer with my father, they sitting there laughing, watching TV after two beers, then they arguing with one another, and me <laughs> and Eric sitting there cracking, i You know? So that's the type of relationship I have with Eric B. So I mean, to go at his partner is something I would never, never just do, just do yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if, if Rakim, you know, you know came at me, then yeah. But I mean, it was like you know, Eric was my dude, right. so I would never just go at his partner, right? You know what I'm saying,
0: though. Okay. And Caffeine. Lastly,
1: so. I know we're leaving right now, but just yes. lastly, t- can you tell us how you maintain looking so young? Are you vegan? I mean, what? What is? Uh, <laughs>
0: you
2: no, mean- I think the term is pescatarian. That's what I am, but yes. I yeah, it's but no, I don't do well the beef. For
3: Thank well, you so much. For yes, coming.
0: Kane, thank you so much. Uh this is uh has been wow. Uh, I don't even I can't even put it in words, man. Uh, like I said earlier, man, my favorite MC of all time. My Mount Rushmore. Nobody will ever take number one. It's, it's Big Daddy Kane, as far as <laughs> Appreciate I'm concerned. You, man. Appreciate
1: done, you. done, and done. There it is. AM
0: Caffeine Show. Once again, make sure you follow AM Caffeine Show at AM Caffeine Show Instagram and Twitter. You can catch us every Wednesday and Friday. Go to amcaffeine.com for all uh, station links and listings. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Once again, thank you so much to the legendary Big Daddy Kane.
3: Salutes. Yeah.